Welcome to a special episode of Power and Pride. I'm your host, Jay Quinton. And in observation of National Suicide Prevention Day, which falls on September 10th this year, uh, we're going to discuss suicide and suicide prevention. So let us all remove the stigma that is sometimes attached to this topic and retreat into a safe place where we can talk. I'll find my quiet place right now, and you should do the same over the next 30 seconds, and we'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody, to Power and Pride with me, Jay Quinton. On this very special episode, we're going to openly discuss suicide and suicide prevention. We know that there are many people who have lost loved ones to suicide and many more who have attempted suicide themselves. For those who have lost a loved one, I am truly sorry for your loss. We definitely know that the impact of suicide lasts a very long time and the pain uh, for many people um, that are left behind never goes away. And if there's anything you'd like to share with Power and Pride about your experience I'd be grateful to hear from you. So please write in or email. You can certainly be um, anonymous or or forthcoming as as you wish. I would truly love to hear from you and hopefully on a future episode um, be able to share your story. So let's get into some details. First, let's clarify exactly what constitutes uh, suicide. I think everybody has an idea and knows uh, what it is, but the new Oxford American Dictionary defines suicide as the action of killing oneself intentionally. So it's pretty straightforward. And I promise you, as we go along through this um, show today, I'm not going to get graphic. Uh, For those of you who have experienced um, a loved one that was lost to suicide or, or someone that um, may be thinking about committing suicide or have a, has attempted to commit suicide before, I'm sure, surely not going to get graphic or get overly detailed. So please um, know that so that you're not going to be surprised by anything too, um, too graphic. And by uh, first of all, I'm clearly not a um, not a professional in this in this topic um, of suicide. I strictly uh, want to get across that hopefully we can prevent people from taking their own lives and understand some of the the resources that are there. So if and we'll get into those in um, in a little bit. So please don't 
um, I'm not trying to come across as, as being an expert at all uh, on this, but I do want to share some information with you that hopefully um, will help you or help uh, someone close to you. So the World Health Organization, so they report a lot um, about a lot of health crisis uh, globally and across the world. And they say that close to 800,000 people commit suicide every year across the globe. So 800,000 people commit suicide every year. Um, And of course, many, many more than that actually attempt to commit suicide. In the United States, suicide is the 10th leading cause of death, according to the CDC, um, as of 2017, with over 47,000 people who unfortunately took their own lives. And second leading cause among people 10 years of age to 34. And the fourth leading cause of death among people 35 to 54. So for perspective, 47,713 suicides in 2017 while only 19,510 homicides. That's crazy. And before I really um, researched any of this and and really started to think about how much it does happen um, across the globe and right here in the United States, I had no idea that more people ended their own lives than there are homicides. Um, every year. And the most recent up-to-date information um, I have for you today is from 2017. But as I said, 47,713 suicides in the year of 2017, which means there are a lot of family members and friends and people that are still hurting. Um, And that there were only, um, and I say only, but in comparison to suicides, 19,000 and change in in homicides. Um, So, and then another uh, trend within suicides in America is that um, they're increasing, not just the number, but per the population. So as the population increases and all of that, they they make all the adjustments. So... Between 2001 and 2017, there's been a 31% increase in the United States in suicides. That should ring alarm bells for everybody um, that there's something wrong and it's complicated. We know that um, suicide and suicide prevention and what leads to it is very complicated. It's not cut and dry. It's not just about somebody who's feeling blue and takes their own life. It's not about um, somebody who just just has a drinking problem. There's, it's complicated, a lot more complicated than that in many cases. Um, so with, with that, let's, let's think about this. So who is most at risk? I think everybody agrees that anybody who's had a prior attempt of suicide is at the biggest uh, risk for an eventual 
successful suicide. So if you know anyone who has attempted suicide before, they have the greatest risk of actually committing suicide. I want that to sink in. I mean, there's moments that, and, and, and things that we hear that we just need to have sink in. How many people do you personally know that have attempted suicide before? Or maybe um, you yourself. That is the largest risk factor for an eventual suicide. So when we talk about prevention and people that we need to reach and get to, that's they're at the top of the list of who we should be close to. Um, okay, who else is at risk? So it's long been established that some mental disorders like depression um, are a big cause for suicide in high-income countries like our United States of America. Um, according to the World Health Org, many suicides happen impulsively, such as in times of life stresses, crisis with a breakdown, money problems, relationship breakups, um, illness. So those impulsive times um, where we can't get ourselves back, some people um, commit suicide during that time. Another group at risk are those who experience discrimination, like migrants and immigrants or the LBGT community and uh, those incarcerated as well um, are also at risk. And, and again, by far, prior suicide attempts is the biggest risk factor. Um, and they're not the only ones. These are some of the top of the list. Um, there are many things that, that could lead into um, suicidal thoughts. And, of course, the act of committing suicide. Um, so don't take it as these are the only groups that are at risk. Anybody at, at any time, at any age, um, could be at risk. So as I said earlier, do you know anyone who has attempted to end their own life? Because they are at the highest risk factor. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Part of preventing suicide is understanding how people commit suicide. And as I said earlier, we are not going to get graphic at all. Um, we're going to keep this very high level, very generic. So it's suffice to say, um, in the U.S., the means that most people take in order to commit suicide um, number one is guns, firearms, and uh, that's more than half of that 47,000, uh, more than half of them uh, commit suicide with firearms. Um, number two is suffocation, and number three is self-poisoning. When you think of self-poisoning, it could be prescription pills or other pills. Um, one of the things I learned is that pesticides, apparently, especially in 
uh, countries outside of America, but even in America, um, where people will drink pesticides. So again, not going to get into a lot of detail. Okay, so some uh, prevention measures. And these are in no particular order. A lot of this comes from either the CDC or um, the World Health uh, Organization. So limit access to the means. For example, take the guns out of the house or lock the guns up. Lock up pills and medication or put them in in, uh, secure locations. At schools, there could be school intervention. So understanding the signs and of their, their students who, who might be um, suicidal, uh, get involved if there's bullying. Um, bullying's another thing that, again, we talk about younger people that um, could be that, that one thing that unfortunately gets them to um, end their own life. Another prevention uh, measure is to uh, offer support, um, have policies or programs for alcohol abuse and other substance abuse, identification and treatment for people with substance abuse or mental disorders or emotional distress um, is is seeing seeing the signs of that and when that's happening and, um, you know, offer support to those uh, people or get them help uh, with what they need. Follow up, follow up on people who have attempted suicide previously and continue to provide support. And that's, um, you know, support as a friend, as a family member, but also um, professional support. And make a safe place for your, for your loved ones and friends to talk, you know, largely because of the stigma associated with suicide and depression, um, and addiction, uh, many people don't seek help and don't speak about it. They keep it to themselves. So make a safe place for your loved ones to always be able to talk to you. Again, it doesn't mean that, that they're going to come to that safe place or that they are going to talk to you, but let's open that door for them and let them know there's a safe place they can come uh, where there is no stigma and that you can have a conversation and hopefully support them and get them, more importantly, get them help, get them the resources they need. Okay, so again, these are some prevention uh, measures, a few of them anyways. And like I said, I'm not an expert. A lot of these things that I got were from um, from places that deal with and support suicide prevention and people that have a lot of um, skills and knowledge um, around this topic and can really help people. So please take this as an awareness piece, something that hopefully we can all learn and understand and get people the help that they truly need. Talk to a professional. You can talk to a professional about your loved one. Um, and look for resources and options. So with that in mind, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back.
Welcome back. This is Jay Quinton. You're listening to Power and Pride. I want to say thank you. Thank you for creating a safe, quiet, stigma-free place to have a conversation about suicide. If you or someone you know is struggling with depression or suicidal thoughts, please, please seek help. You are not alone. There are professionals that can help you. There are friends and family that can support you. There are also places like the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline that can help you. And my understanding is they provide free and confidential support for people in distress. And they can, ha- they can also help family members with resources and guidance. Again, Power and Pride has no affiliation with the Suicide Lifeline. We just want you to get help for yourself or for your loved ones. That number again is 1-800-273-TALK. 1-800-273-8255. Until next time.